What's good everyone? It's Kiera here and welcome back to another episode of Generation Go. Alrighty guys, I'm back here today with another episode for y'all. Uh, we got a pretty exciting one. I mean, it's gonna sound kind of lame, not gonna lie, just because like no one wants to talk about school. Like, I just don't know why, but I'm going to do my best to make it as interesting as possible for you guys, and hopefully you learn a little something. Um, and yeah, you know, everyone is getting ready to go back to school now. It is so freaking crazy how fast summer has gone by. Like, it's literally August. That's, in like, it's just insane to me. Like, I just finished school. Sophomore year was, like, done two days ago. And now we are, I'm literally going to be a junior in six days. So I know everyone is starting to go back to school now, probably starting about next week, which is when I'm going back next Wednesday. Um, six more days and I'm going to be a junior. I just had registration, which was interesting. It's so weird just to be going back because my school never went back last year. So I have like not physically gone to school since that like March 13th or whatever that everyone got let out. Like that was the last day I went to school and had all of my classes in person, which is insane. Like I was so wish we could have gone back sooner, but it's finally here. We're finally going back. It's definitely weird. I low-key kind of forgot like that feeling that you get of going to school and like waking up early every morning and all that fun stuff. So this should definitely be interesting to say the least, but I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys because, you know, like I said, we haven't been back to school in a minute. Like, it's it's been a while, so, you know, I figured I would kind of just talk about school in general, maybe like some tips, some of my tips and tricks and advice, you could say, to incoming high schoolers or just whoever in general of how I've figure out to handle school because I feel like over the, I don't know, how many years has it been? I'm going into 11th grade, so I guess 11 years of school. I've definitely learned a thing or two and I think I've handled school pretty well in the past. So hopefully my words of wisdom will be useful. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to See if I could help people out, because I know going back is definitely not going to be easy for certain people, so we're going to do our best to work together and figure out what it's like to be back at school. I'm so excited. I think I'm going to be adjusted really easily, but I know not everyone is as excited, I guess you could say, I am. I'm more excited of, like, the school environment, I guess you could say, rather than, like, school itself. I should clarify that. Like, I feel like everyone's always so excited to go back the first week. And then after that, you're like, can it be summer again already? So, you know, let's just have a little chat. So, like, going back and thinking, I want to say... Okay, I'm going to talk about my least and favorite years of school. Like, my favorite years of school and my least favorite. So, I think my favorite... Freshman year was really fun. I will say. It definitely had some rocky... Like... I, I always say that, like, I feel like I've had a, besides, you know, going through a 
pandemic and not being able to go to school for a year, I feel like I've had a relatively good high school experience, comparatively speaking. Like, because I know so many people talk about how they have such a crappy high school experience, and I feel like mine has been great. So, you know, no room to complain there. But I still feel like freshman year was, like, I had some rocky patches, not for me, but just, like, dealing with, like, friend stuff, I guess you could say, and don't really want to get too much into that. However, I still feel like freshman year was so fun, and it was just, like, yeah, it, freshman year is very much just kind of about enjoying getting adjusted into high school and everything, but yeah, it was definitely, freshman year is fun. Sophomore year would have been fun if we were in person, but we were stuck at home the whole time, so did not quite have the sophomore year experience I would have hoped for, but I'm hoping junior and senior year will redeem themselves with that. Um, other favorite years, I feel like eighth grade was really fun just because I had such a big friend group and I'm still friends with all of them. Um, I mean, I still do have a pretty decent sized friend group. And so we just had so much fun. Like eighth grade was all about like everyone's excited to go to high school and you feel like you're not a little kid even anymore, even though you definitely still are. But yeah, I think those years were fun. Like elementary school I remember feeling like in sixth grade that you were like the big man on campus and you were just sort of like so proud. You're the oldest. You're so cool. All this stuff. So elementary school, I had such a great elementary school experience just because like just for so many different reasons. But I think my least favorite year, I don't know if I'm being 100% honest. Seven, I want to say seventh grade, but seventh grade was still so fun. Like in the moment I had so much fun, but just like comparing it to the rest now looking back. I was like, yeah, it was all right. But like in the moment I had a blast. I thought it was like the best year ever. So I don't know. I've never really had a school year where it was just like a terrible experience. I guess you could say sophomore year because we were online the whole year. So I guess I could say that. But I mean, I've never had a year where it was just like so awful and I just absolutely hated everything about it. I feel like I've genuinely liked all of my school years. Obviously there are some years that are better than others and during each year you have like some rocky patches or and things like that but it was nothing serious or anything like even comparable to some like awful school horror stories I've heard so I would say that if I had to choose a least favorite probably sophomore year just because we were online the whole year and I don't know one of those like four or five for my favorite um, so yeah, we're just going to get in to the tips right now when we get back from this quick break. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about one of our favorite small businesses, Emiko Earrings, which is actually run by our best friend, Emmy, who you guys have all heard and love. Emiko Earrings is a student-run homemade jewelry business dedicated to making earrings for you. Her products are all lead and nickel-free with so many cool and unique products. You can even request customs based on her availability of materials. She also does giveaways a lot, so make sure that you go check them out on Instagram at emico.earrings. And we really hope that you guys get to see all of her cool products and enjoy them for yourselves. Now, let's get back to the episode. So, we're back. And I'm going to start kind of giving you guys some tips, I guess, just based on my experience. So, the first thing I'm going to do is kind of talk about my advice for each school year. I'm not going to do elementary school because one, 
I don't think we have anyone in elementary school listening to this, and you shouldn't really have to stress about being in elementary school. However, junior high, freshman, and sophomore year, I can give advice too. So I'd say in junior high, like, don't really worry about growing up and, like, being so excited to be in high school because it is fun and it's great, but, like, along with all of that fun, a lot of work comes with it. And so if you can enjoy just being in junior high and having fun, it really is the best. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have any other advice for junior high. Like, literally just have fun. Just enjoy yourself because even though you will be having fun, like I said, in high school, you got to do a lot more and a lot of responsibility comes with it. So just enjoy yourself. Uh, freshman year. You gotta enjoy the small workload. I'm, like, talking about things to, like, focus on and enjoy, I guess, because, I don't know, we're just focusing on the positive. <laughs> that sounds so dumb. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, enjoy your small workload because it might seem like a lot, and it's definitely an adjustment from, like, 7th and 8th grade, but it's so much smaller compared to what you're going to be getting into. So definitely enjoy having a small workload. And also start thinking about things that interest you and like colleges and stuff that you might want to go to. Obviously, college applications aren't until like summer of your after your junior year, summer going into your senior year. So you have a minute. But the I know even though I haven't gone through the college application process, I know from talking to so many people that most of them had always wished that they had start earlier. They they wish they knew what schools they wanted to go to, what they wanted to major in. Like, obviously, your th ideas and interests and things like that can change. It's bound to happen over time. Just like when you are, like, five and you say that you want to be a singer or a baseball player or blah, blah, blah. And then that might stay true while you're older, but more than likely, it's going to fluctuate and change. So things might change, but definitely start thinking about it. For me... I kind of always knew what I wanted to go into and stuff like that. And I've talked about it in episodes before. And so I never, like, I didn't really have to put much thought into it, but I still definitely paid attention. So, like, if you're noticing that maybe you're in class and, like, science isn't your favorite thing, but you really like English, for example, then you know that maybe you don't want to go into a career in science or you don't want to major in some sort of science. You would like to focus something on more like liberal arts like English. So just kind of pay attention to those things. Start thinking about it. Don't put too much pressure into it. Don't stress about it by any means. Um, a big question I've gotten by people is like college advisor when to start doing that. I started my college with my college advisor um, January of my sophomore year, so this past January of 2021, so seven months ago, and I feel like that was, like, a perfect time for me to start because that's, we really started crafting my extracurriculars list, and even though she, my college advisor, didn't necessarily give me any of the things on my list by any means, she helped me organize it in a way that makes sense, and so, if you want to get a college advisor, and I will definitely do another video talking about this, like a more college-based video, would definitely recommend it. I think it's so worth it. Like, even though, obviously, we haven't even gotten into, like, the nitty-gritty stuff that the college advisor is meant for, which is, like, editing your Common App and your questionnaires and your applications and essays and all of that fun stuff. Like, just so far, having someone to help organize this whole process with me has been 
amazing and I definitely would recommend it to absolutely anyone and even if they don't like even if you start early it's always nice to have someone to talk to you about these things and walk through and have advice so she's helped me decide what classes I think I should take or like if uh like important decisions regarding things like that she's been such a big help and so if I ever want an outside opinion that's not like my family or like friends or something that I know is going to be completely unbiased and she's just going to give me her number one straight opinion with no strings attached then I like I know to go to her so that is something that I would definitely recommend to you guys um but yeah so I started sophomore year but you can start pretty much whenever I would say the latest I wouldn't if you're like late into your junior year I don't know just because that's I mean you could because that's about when you're starting your application process but I think it's super helpful to have them really craft your narrative and they can do that by starting with you early so you know it's up to everyone I think that the place that I started was the absolute best possible scenario for me but again just depends on the person and so for your sophomore year tip I would say definitely focus on your grades and like actually don't just like not give a crap about them because they definitely matter because when you're applying to colleges and stuff assuming that's the route you want to go they look at your sophomore junior year grade so you definitely want to kind of dig in and focus and not just mess around um but you also need to know how to give yourself a break if you're someone there's definitely two different types of people and there might there's probably people in this gray area in between but there's the people who are like workaholics who really overwhelm themselves with too much and I think I would consider myself one of well actually that's a lie I feel like I balance it pretty well and then there's people who just like they don't like to work they just like to play and they just like to do the fun stuff and so you have to kind of learn how to be a balance between those two which is something that I've definitely been working on for me personally because it's always going to be easy just to want to like after school like go home at like not or you're not getting home from school at night but just like at nine o'clock be watching a show or something on Netflix and then when you should actually be like you know writing your paper or like finishing an assignment or something and so it's so easy to go with one of them and but you have to know like okay I should be doing this and then it's also so easy just to be like no like I need to be working right now when in reality you should be taking a break and like going and hanging out with your friends or whatever like you have to learn how to have a balance between those two and I think sophomore year is such a good time to figure that out because when it comes to your junior year it's gonna be so critical for you and I haven't even gone through this but I just know how important it is to be able to find that balance to keep your sanity throughout school and so sophomore year is like the perfect time to figure that out. If you already have that figured out, great, you're in perfect condition. But if not, I would definitely try to focus on that because it's such an important part of not just school and like eventually after school, after college, once you're working and in the real world, that is such an important skill to have being able to balance everything. So definitely work on that and continue doing like college research and stuff because I feel like like if I had to map it out for myself, this is just my personal opinion again, so you can agree to disagree, but I feel like your freshman year, you should have an idea of maybe where you want to go to school. So you want to go in-state, out-of-state, 
maybe even go abroad. That's not as common, but again, definitely could happen. Um, by your sophomore year, you should have the school, the end of your sophomore year, you should have the schools picked out for the most part, like a general list. So that way, by the time your junior year comes, you can have your major picked out. And obviously you can go into one major, you can go undecided, but if you're aiming for more of a top tier, higher level school, then they you typically apply to the program and not just the school itself. So let's say you wanna to apply to their business program or their psych undergrad or whatever. Like you, you kind of have to have an idea. Um, but you could definitely go undecided or you could change majors. It happens all the time. So just kind of have an idea going into it because that can also help you craft your narrative. If you're like really passionate about like, let's say you want to be um, like a film lit major. I don't know. That literally just came to my head. Uh, then you could craft your extracurriculars and like the way you write your essays around how you're passionate about that. Just hypothetically, not saying that's a good idea, not saying it's a bad idea either, but my point is having an idea of what you want to do is really important and I just feel like that's a really good timeline. So that way by the time you go into your junior year, you kind of have those things figured out. So when college applications roll around, you're not just like stuck and you're like, what do I want to do with my life? Because I feel like that's definitely a problem that people run into. Again, that's another reason why I recommend the college advisor. This is not sponsored. It definitely sounds sponsored sponsored this is not sponsored I just love my college advisor um so yeah that's what I would say for like each year for junior high freshman and sophomore year now we're gonna get into like categories of tips so like I'm gonna start with like school tips first so we have study tips time management organization and then afterwards I'm gonna give you guys a bunch of my advice that don't really have to do with like the educational aspect of school and more of just like you know, being in high school. So studying tips, I will say something for me is the biggest and the most important thing I feel like when trying to become like a good student, I guess you could say, is learning and figuring out your own personal learning style. And this goes to say like for, I feel like so many different aspects of life, um, so like an example I like to think of because I've definitely given people advice and like talked about this is like skincare and makeup. They always say that the best way to become good at doing makeup or to figure out the perfect skincare routine is to figure out your face and like what products and what techniques work best for it. And it's the same exact thing for school. So like figuring out your learning style is so, so important. Like you need to figure out one, if you're like a visual learner, um, if you're a kinesthetic learner, what's the other one? An audio learner. So if you learn best by listening, like physically doing the task or like watching it being done. So for me personally, I'm a kinesthetic learner. And so for me, I have to like repeatedly do things over and over or just like practice them once or twice in order for me to learn it. And so for me, I've learned that repetition is like a big thing that's helps me learn and so something I like to use is like Quizlet for example because I can just use those flashcards and go over and over again when I need to memorize information and learn information um and so that for me is like a method that I use because I know that it's best so figuring out your learning style is something that hopefully you can figure out early on just because it makes your life 
so much easier rather than trying like all these random different learning styles like watching videos or taking notes and different stuff like you can pinpoint exactly what helps you and use that and then you won't waste your time such a game changer like the second I, I think when I realized that and really started applying it it made such a huge difference in the way like I spent my time in terms of like I didn't spend as much time having to study and stuff because I figured out what worked best. So that is such a huge thing. And I would a thousand out of 10 recommend it a hundred percent. Um, so this one is definitely going to vary on person, but like figuring out whether you're like a music learner versus no music. So like some people cannot study or like work with music on because it distracts them. Some people it helps. So you have to learn and figure out, again, this is part of your learning style. You have to figure out what's good for you and what's not. Sometimes it can be distracting and you won't be able to retain that information if you're like singing along. But for some people, it can definitely help keep them going, keep them motivated. So that's something to do. If Next one is planners. Oh my gosh, planners are like the most helpful thing ever. I am try to stay super organized with my planner and some people... Like, my friends have seen my planner and call me, like, a crazy person because it looks insane. What I, I try to keep my planner pretty simple to look at, and I'm pulling it out right now to explain it to you guys. That's why there's background noise. So, what I do is, if you're, most schools, I feel like, will either give you one or you can pay, like, a small fee of, like, $5 for one, whatever. Would recommend going with the one with your school or you can buy your own, whatever. I like the ones that the schools give you just because they separate it out by like your period. Um, so it's easy to like map out what you need to do in each class and organize it. So the way my schools is set up is like it goes period one through six or however many classes you have. And then there's like three empty ones at the bottoms for if you have like an extra class or an online class, whatever. And so I will just go through and after each class right away when I find out the assignment, I'll write it in. When I have like projects or tests that are due, I'll write the day that it's due. So I'll put the assignment, let's say it's like, I don't know, like presentation due or something like that. So then, and let's say it's due on Thursday. So I'll put presentation due on Thursday and then I'll highlight it. And then all of the, in that same row, all the way going back until today, I'll write presentation, presentation, presentation. I hope that makes sense. I'm like trying my best to explain it. So that way it always reminds me every single day that I need to do that thing such like I don't know why but this method just works incredibly for me I know like I'm not someone who ever really has missing assignments because of this method that I use like it's also just because I know that for me I'm normally pretty on top of things and I know that you can't ask that out of everyone but for me this method has definitely helped me stay on top of things and so I think that if more people were to use it like properly then it could definitely help so definitely recommend a planner go get one if your school doesn't have one go buy one you can literally get them for less than ten dollars so I would definitely recommend that another thing that is so important is similar to figuring out your learning style and how you work best is figuring out and learning your teachers because the best way to succeed in a class is not by memorizing the material or, you know, knowing, figuring out how you can learn everything, but is by figuring out what your teachers want and giving them that. 
because you could write a 10 page paper going into detail about the topic that your teacher is like lecturing on. But if there's someone who likes to keep things short and sweet and to the point, they're not going to want your 10 page paper. They would rather take a paper from someone that's one page or three pages, but is short, sweet to the point and gets the job done just as well as the 10 page one. And even though that might have taken more effort and you thought they would have appreciated that more, in reality, the teacher's going to want what they want. Like, And that's why it sucks because it's really truly a hit or miss when you get like good versus bad teachers. And I know we have all had those sucky teachers, but sometimes you have to just suck it up and deal with it. Um, and so figuring out how to cater towards those teachers wants and needs is like one of the best ways that you can succeed in a class. Like I know that there are classes that I am terrible at. So like for example, I'm more of like an English history person rather than a math and science person just because that's very technical and in terms of like equations and formulas and stuff, that's not my vibe. Um, I would much rather take English and history and psychology and things like that that are more subjective I guess you could say um but I have done well in the past in certain math and sciences classes not because I was the best person at math or the best scientist or mathematician or whatever but because I learned what the teacher wanted and I was able to come through with what they wanted on my assignments and my work and stuff and so I ended up doing well but I was by no means the best student in the class in terms of I knew all the material like there's no way I was because I knew that I didn't understand the subject as much as other people did but I was able to figure out what they wanted and so that definitely helped so that is such a huge thing like it's not only about learning the material obviously that's important but you can definitely figure out a way in classes where the material isn't as great for you to be able to pull through with a good grade just by getting to know your teachers and my last study tip was to make sure that you're friends with some at least one person in every class I know it's hard because the way that classes are set up you know there's like because so many people have take completely different classes, it's hard to know that you'll have friends in every single class. But I found, and it might just be because, again, I said, like I said, I have a big friend group. I, I'm a more social extroverted person, so it's easy for me to do this. But I know for people who are a little bit more introverted and reserved, this can definitely be hard. But making sure that you have at least one person in every class, I would recommend having more, like, three or four or five or plus just because what if someone's absent and stuff but just having someone in your corner you know if your teacher's like okay you get to choose who you work with the project on you want to be able to have someone or if you aren't at school and you don't know what's going on you want to be able to have someone like it's just always so helpful to have people in your class to back you up when you need to but there's also a difference between like just relying on them and you know, knowing you have someone there for you. So it would definitely make sure that you know people in each of your classes. Category is time management. I only have a couple things for this because if I'm being completely honest, I'm still not the best at this. I'm still learning, um, you know, like I said, 11 years of school and not the greatest at it. But I think the two things with time management is 
one, you have to figure out what motivates you to do your work. Like I found what motivates me. Sometimes it's music. Sometimes it's certain videos. Sometimes it's the thought of not getting into like a school I want to, or some, for example. But figuring out what motivates you is such a big thing because it's going to help you want to go and do your work and stuff. And then also knowing when to take breaks. Like it's like I was talking about balance. It is so important that you figure out how to balance your life out and like not be all work or not be all fun and being able to, you know, have a good combo of both. And so taking breaks is a big part of that because if you're just studying for like two hours straight and, you know, you're getting tired and you're getting frustrated and it's just like not going well, if you would have taken a break, maybe like 10, 15 minutes, even 30 minutes to just kind of regroup yourself, refresh, go eat something, go say hi to your dog, like watch a show, whatever. Just taking a break to kind of regroup and get your mind off of the topic and then going back is such like a big thing. And not only for like your mental well-being, but it also helps you retain the information better. So I would definitely recommend those two things when it comes to time management. I just think they help so much in making sure that you keep a good balance and are also focused on your work. Okay, so the last thing I'm going to talk about before we go into a quick break is organization and talking about how I organize my backpack um, and planner. Well, I actually kind of talked about the planner, so like... We don't really need to go into that. But like I said, keeping that in there. Oh, I can talk about how I organize my binder. That's a different thing. So my binder, I have two binders. They're both white, one inch, or they're each one inch. And I keep one for my notes and then one for like my actual work. So let's walk you through. So I'm going to walk you through what my two binders look like. So my notes binder, like I said, white, pretty simple. And there I have this little like clear thing where I put this paper I made with like... So in my notes binder I have little like tab dividers but they're not like the ones with the folders and I'll explain why later. And and they're not the ones with the folders because all of my notes are on lined paper, so they have holes in them. So I don't put them in folders. So I just have all of, so I just, so I just have all of my notes in here. So any notes I take, different topics and things like that, I throw them in here. Um, and yeah, it's just super easy to organize them. So that way I can go back and refer them when I need to. Also, like if the teacher gives me like handouts or something, for example, let's say like the teacher gives you a study guide or something like that. I'll also put that in the notes binder. In my actual binder, I have like an eight tab things and these are the ones with the folders. So the way I do it is in the front pocket of the binder when I get homework and assignments that are like paper copies and it's not online. I'll put it in the front pocket of the binder. And the once I'm done with the homework, what I do is I have next the folders and the binder tabs in there. So um, when you open it, that's what you see pretty much. I actually do have like one of those clear like laminated holder thingies. I don't even know what they're called. And I keep like this little paper thing in there. But other than that, 
it's the binder tabs pretty much right after you flip through that and open. And so I have my tabs in order of classes, definitely recommend. And in the first pocket, the front pocket of each tab, when I'm done with the homework assignment that I have to turn in the next day or something, I'll put it in here. So it's front, it's easy access. Once it's done, any other papers and stuff that I need to, I put it in the back of the, like the back folder of the tab. So that way, if I need to come back and access it, then I can. And then at the end of like the quarter, the semester, whatever, I clean it out. After all of the tabs, I just have like lined paper and then there's like the very back folder or whatever, but I don't really keep anything in there unless I just need to throw something random in there. So that's how I organize my binder. I have figured out this method works really well for me with like the notes and everything. It just helps me stay organized, like I said. For my backpack, I have a Vans backpack right now. Vans, Jansport, I've gone through them both. I use them both, both easy and great. Front pocket, I don't really keep anything school related. I'll keep like, I keep like my wallet there. Um, I have a stress ball because, you know, sometimes you get stressed out or mad or something. You get frustrated, whether it's like, you're not, you didn't do well on a test or you just, I don't know, you could get frustrated and so, or stressed out. So I have a stress ball in there. Um, other things I have are just like hair ties, um, Other things, I don't know, like I just keep non-school related things in that front pocket and then on the inside is where I keep the rest of my stuff. Um, so my laptop, my binders, water, like whatever, all of that, the rest of that stuff. Um, it's easy, I don't know. Like you can organize your backpack, your planner, your binder, however you want. Just do it in a way that's easily accessible and feels clean and organized because if it's messed up your just like mental headspace revolving around school it's gonna feel messed up so try to keep it clean and yeah I am gonna be talking to you guys next about educate not educational tips not educational tips like non like high school related tips that aren't actually related to school so we will be talking about that in one second once we are back from this break Hey everyone, we just wanted to take a quick second to tell you about one of our current favorite brands, CaliUSA. CaliUSA is a brand design dedicated to helping share California stories through high-end clothes. Everything is locally made here in Southern California and every design embodies the warmth of the California sun. If you want the best quality, Hoodies, long sleeves, masks, joggers, and more, visit CaliUSA.com and make sure to go follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Cali underscore USA to go see new clothes and apparel. Alright, now that we are back, let's go ahead and go into my non-educational tips and let me tell you there are quite a few and I might be going in circles talking about them, but we're going to get through this. So, the first one is learn not to rely on people at school because people freaking suck, let me just tell you that. Um, you know, people will turn on you probably, people will talk behind your back, but at the end of the day, half of these people, no, a majority, like 80% of these people, you will never see again after high school, like ever, like you won't think about them, you won't give them a second thought, you like, they just aren't gonna matter to you after high school. I genuinely mean that in like the best way possible, because like, who cares, like, like I said, most of these people you will never see again. So like, 
I guess what I'm trying to get at is stop caring about other people and what they think and things like that. Obviously, you have close friends and you got to figure out who your real friends are. But at the same time, like I said, even your friends that you're close with now, it is so likely that most of them you will not be that close with after high school. Um, and, you know, so if things happen, things happen. Try not to stress about it. Try not to make it the center of your world. Um, and yeah, like I know a lot of people talk about like peaking in high school, whatever. Honestly, if you peak in high school, I feel like that's so sad. Like it really is like, can you imagine just going like through the rest of your life knowing the best part of my life is like gone? Like if you were your best self in high school, obviously that's great because you're young and you have fun. And it is so great to have fun in high school because I know that I've had, like I said, great high school experience. That doesn't take away from it. But if you are like your absolute best self in high school just because you're popular or whatever, like I don't even know if that's popularity is like still a thing. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But my point is if it's like, if that's what comes, if that's what consumes you, then like you should probably change your priorities because we have years and years and years of life ahead of us that are going to probably matter way more. So have fun, focus on school, but don't make it the center of your entire world because nobody really gives a crap at the end of the day. I know that was so inspirational. It really was, but that's my point. Like people are going to not like you whether or not you act like yourself, whether or not you like them. And so just kind of do you and like stop caring about everyone else because it makes your life so much easier and calmer. Like not having to stress about what people think about you is so much better. It's just like, it's like a weight off your shoulder. So definitely take that into consideration. Also try to hang out with your friends outside of school because like school takes up so much time and obviously you can see your friends pretty much every day. But like, I, I try to hang out with my friends outside of school like once a month for like a day or so just to like hang out and like not have to think about school and work and all of that fun stuff. Um, that was sarcasm if you can tell. But, you know, it just, everyone is always so freaking busy. And so like just being able to hang out with the people that you love and you care about at least once a month, at least a couple times a month is great. So definitely make times for the people you care about because it's likely that like you're going to be, le if you decide to go to college, I keep emphasizing that because obviously not everyone's going to go to college, but we're going to talk like everyone is. So when you go to college, you're going to leave. Like a lot of these people, you're not going to be able to see again. So enjoy the time you have with them now while you have it. Hang out with your family if your family's cool, you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but like just hang out with people, have fun. Um, obviously take life seriously and don't just like throw your life away that's a big thing it's like there's a big difference between having fun and enjoying your high school years and just completely throwing your life away so find that that difference and like you know be it so like have fun still focus on your future and stuff um and enjoy your time as a teenager but don't throw your life away and just like be like yeah I'll figure it out later and then later comes and you don't have it figured out so find a balance, hang out with people you love, um, 
kind of going into the next thing, like go to football games, go to dances, go to parties, but then also know when you should be at home and you should be working and you should be, you know, like, let's just say, okay, I'm going to throw a hypothetical out there. Let's say you're an athlete, you're a baseball player, you're up for a possible D1 scholarship, you know, like, don't go to a party the day before you have a game. Like, come on, man. Like, think with your head. That's not the best idea. Where people are going to be drinking and smoking, probably. I don't know. But, like, come on. You want to be focused for your game. Same thing with, like, school. Don't go to a party. I keep saying party. There's so many other examples. I just, like, on my plan here, I have the word party written down because it says go to football games, dances, and parties, and so that's why I keep saying that. Parties aren't always, like, parties aren't bad. Parties are fun, but, like, they can be the culprit sometimes. So, don't go to party the night before you have a final or you have a big test. Like, what is that going to do for you? There are, people throw, like, hundreds of parties during the school year. You have, like, a hundred other to go to. So, use your head. Don't be stupid. Like, it's, it's not that hard. Trust me. It's really not that hard. Just make smart decisions but also make fun ones but know when to do which there we go we got it out there okay <laughs> the next one is to learn how to sleep I anyone who knows me love knows I love Brianna Brianna chicken fry as you as people know her as from barstool and bffs and stuff I love her and she has oh she also has other podcasts what is it called plan Bree cut and there's another one I forgot the name but she has a saying called sleep when you're dead. And it's true because you will sleep when you're dead as morbid as that is. Um, but like, and so enjoy the time you have alive, having fun, working, doing what you care about. But at the same time, don't like stay up until 4am to study for a test. Like, what is that going to do for you? You're going to wake up three hours later and then not be ready and be too tired to take it. Like, again, no when to make smart decisions or like know the difference between a smart and a dumb decision so go to sleep as much as you can try not to sleep deprive yourself like most people do because all it's going to do is make you better like if you sleep you'll have more energy to go to school to go have fun blah 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 whatever just sleep get some sleep like eight hours a night what more than that hopefully um but sleep Next thing is things to keep with you at school. Okay, ready? In my locker. Always, always, always. I'm, I get cold really easily, so I always have an extra hoodie in there just in case because you don't know if it's going to rain. I mean, it doesn't rain in Southern California like ever. We're literally in a freaking drought, but you never know when it's going to be cold or whatever. So have a hoodie in there. You like... It's just, like, you can't go wrong. So I'll just, I just take a hoodie I don't care about or something. Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, I really want to wear this hoodie or something. And then if I'm ever cold at school and for some reason I don't already have one with me, then you got one in your locker. Other thing I keep, other things I keep in my locker, medicine. I have really, really terrible allergies to, like, pollen and just, like, being outside. So I keep Claritin in my locker. Also, like, pain relief. Like Advil, if you're on your period, if you got injured at practice, like you have cramps, whatever, you got some pain relief. Um, that is a good thing to also have. 
blotting sheets if you get oily. I personally don't just because like I said, I, I have like normal skin, so I don't really need those, but I have friends who keep them and it's so helpful for them, especially if they have like practice or something, they're like sweating their heads off, then they can just go in with those. If you wear makeup, extra makeup, like a little bit of powder or concealer, mascara, chapstick, like a lip balm. Um, what else do I keep in my locker? I'm trying to think right now. Like I said, I haven't had a locker in a year and a half, so I'm trying to remember. Hair ties, bobby pins, a hairbrush, hairspray, stuff like that. Um, headphones, cat extra cash. For me, I personally always have my card on me, but if you don't, you should probably keep extra cash on you. And I always do keep like a little bit of cash on me. So we recommend that. Um, I don't know, lotion, that's a good one. Just stuff you think you need, stuff you use on the daily, like keep extras, go to Walgreens, buy the little mini version, the little travel size version, throw it in your locker. It's not that bad, like it's not that much. It doesn't hurt to have the stuff, um, but yeah. Next thing is leading up to a test, do not cram and study the night before. We've all been there, we've all done that, and we've all failed the test and then cried afterwards. So do not do that. Do your best to study in advance. Because normally what we do is when we study the night before, we end up like just memorizing all of that information in one night and we spend like two hours doing it. What I like to do is you can still do that. You can still cram and do it and learn everything at once. Just don't do it the night before. If you do it like sometimes what I'll do, let's say I have a test Friday and I know nothing that's gonna be on the test. On like Tuesday or Wednesday, just cram and learn everything on one of those days. So then on Wednesday or Thursday, all you have to do is just review it and you're like, I'm good to go. You can still cram. Like you don't have to pay attention. You should pay attention. You should pay attention, but if you don't, you can still cram and just don't do it the night before. That's all, that's all. So definitely don't study the night before or like study the night before, but don't cram everything in the night before. This one is kind of new for me, but it's been so helpful is creating a functional laptop background. You guys probably don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, if you go to our highlights and go to behind the scenes or in the studio or something like that. Um, I posted a boomerang of like us editing and stuff and I put my wallpaper on there. So I will post a picture on our story and you guys can go see it. So whatever you're doing right now, go to at generationgo.official on Instagram and look at our story right now. And if it's not there, go to in the studio and it should be there in our highlights and I'll have my wallpaper. But basically I have like these little boxes and I have my favorite quote, which is from Harvey Specter, which is from Suits. And funny story, Suits is like my favorite show. It's so good, by the way, everyone, you should go watch it. Um, but Harvey Specter, who is like a male version of me, as I like to say, um, has this quote called, that says, work until you no longer have to introduce yourself anymore. And that's been my favorite quote for so long now. And then I started watching Suits and I found out that he was the like, the creator of that quote, his character. And I was like, no way it's meant to be. So anyway, I have that quote on there. I have a little calendar and then I have two boxes with like folders. So I had like a podcast folder and then work with like school, my other work, college, stuff like that. And then I have a to-do 
box where I have like on Max, you can put sticky notes and stuff. So then I'll put a, I have like a to-do list there. That is super helpful and makes life so much easier. And you can make it look nice. Like how I have like this like neon kind of like bougie theme, I guess you could say, but that's what I have going on and it looks really cool and I love it and it's so helpful. Next thing is when it comes to college applications and extracurriculars, find extracurriculars that you really genuinely like and not just ones that look good because it is so obvious when people are doing something just because it looks good and not because they actually like it. Like, okay, just, I just like to think about it this way. Let's say you join the debate team because debate team looks good on college applications. Of course it does. But let's say you hate speaking in public. Like one, why would you do that to yourself? And two, it's so clear that you're not gonna enjoy yourself. One, you feel like you're being forced into it. And then when the time comes that you have to write about it, what are you gonna say? Like, yeah, I loved doing this. Like, it's so obvious that you didn't. So find things that you actually genuinely like because a lot of the times schools are gonna take people for what they their interests are and who they are as a person. And so if you say you're like this super outspoken person who loves model UN and politics and all of this stuff, and you actually hate all of that and you go in and they're expecting this like super politically forward person, like what is that, what's gonna happen? So don't do that. Just do what you love and it'll look good. Also bring snacks to school, even if you don't like eating lunch at school, which is understandable cause like you can't freaking bring a whole salad to school or like pasta or something. Like the, I mean, you can, it's just difficult to do that and eat when you're in the middle of the quad or whatever, or lunch or cafeteria or whatever your school is. Um, so at least just bring snacks because you're going to be so hungry and tired all day. Also water. I feel like that's such a given. Like if you don't bring water, what the frick are you doing? Like bring water to school, please. I can't stand it, especially like athletes. I've had people on like my past teams and stuff who literally didn't bring water to practice. And I was like, what are you doing? You know, we run the mile every day. You know, we do 40 minutes of conditioning. Like why, why don't you have water? So pr please bring water. Next thing, next thing, next thing is take five minutes on like a Sunday or Monday night and just plan out the week. So like if you know, you're like, okay, I have two hours of practice on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so I should probably try to work on my project on Tuesday and Thursday. Like it's not like, it's so self-explanatory and it's so much easier to like actually go and do the thing and you're more motivated to do it when you have it written down and it's like you feel like you have that pressure on you to go and do it. So yeah, write it down, take five minutes, that's all it takes, five minutes on Sunday night or Monday night and plan it out your week plan it all out. Do it. Next thing is to help if you're not a morning person like me because I hate waking up early, but you got to do it obviously to go to school. So develop a morning routine because it is going to be so much easier to like wake up if you actually know what you're waking up to do and also find something exciting to wake up for in the morning because you know how like like Christmas or your birthday, you're so excited to get up in the morning. You wake up super early because you're just so hyped for the day. Like you want to almost be like that, like have something exciting in the morning. So like maybe if you like doing your makeup, you got a new product or something that you're so excited to try and put on for the day. Or if you like 
have an outfit that you're so excited to wear or something like that. I don't know. I'm just thinking of things off the top of my head, but like try to develop a routine and then also find things that'll make you excited to get up because you're more likely to quickly get up, get ready and get your day moving and make your bed. Like, I don't know why people don't just like make your bed. It takes two minutes, makes you feel more put together, more organized, more ready to go. Just do it. And that kind of also goes into the next thing I say, which is dress like how you want to act. Obviously, every day we want to go to school in leggings and a hoodie. And I'm not going to lie, half the time I do go to school with leggings and a hoodie or joggers and sweats and a tank top, like, and like a jacket on top. So obviously we want to, but if you really want to feel motivated, a lot of the times I feel like if I'm dressed, like I feel motivated, like I have a fit on that I really love or that I feel like confident or like powerful in, you're more likely to reflect that into your work and the rest of your day and so that definitely helps so get ready try to not feel like a bum going into school because that's how the rest of your day is going to end up playing out try to feel like your best possible self so dress like you act get ready do your makeup do your hair skincare all that fun stuff so that way you feel more ready for the day and yeah is that it are those all of my, I think those are all my tips, guys. Wow. The, I feel like I was, um, like, kind of aggressive today. <laughs> that sounds so dumb. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Kind of get you guys ready into that school mentality. I'm just, like, aggressively telling you guys what to do for school to make your life easier, hopefully. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed if you guys want me to do like a college episode talking about all of that advisor and fun stuff, let me know. I'll do one for sure. Um, I have, you guys have really, 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 really exciting episodes coming up these next two weeks. Like insanely exciting. So please, please, please get hyped for that. Make sure to go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at generationgo.official and Twitter at generationgopod subscribe to us on spotify and apple Podcasts at generation go for all of the exciting stuff we have coming up make sure that you're checking out our tiktok and instagram because we post on there all the time and you can get behind the scenes content and all that fun stuff and i will see you guys in our next episode bye okay but on a real note good luck with school this week uh, i hope you have a good first day bye mm-hmm.